Hello, folks. Dustin Zarni here, Democratic Elections Commissioner for Onondaga County, and welcome to Commissioner in a Car. Uh, I'm on the thruway. I'm on my way home from Albany. I was in Albany today. Um, <coughs> well, first, the title of Commissioner in a Car <coughs> Petitions start today, but not for Congress. And we'll get into why that is. <coughs> Sorry, uh, got a dry throat already at the beginning of this podcast. Um, so I'm coming home from Albany. Uh, today was one of my scheduled, uh, informational days. I actually had a great informational day today. I met with a, almost a dozen different members and a lot of Republicans. I met with Senator Ort, uh, and I met with, uh, Assemblyman Nichols, uh, who is the ranker, um, or the majority, uh, whip, I believe on the minority whip on the Republican side. I, my good friend, John, um, John Quigley from Ulster, uh, County. He is the Republican caucus chair. As you know, I'm, I'm the Democratic caucus chair. And, uh, he set up some meetings with some Republicans today because a lot of the stuff that I push when I'm in Albany are bipartisan and we're trying to bridge the divide. Um, and not just have a reflexive Republicans support a bill, so the Democrats are against it, and the Democrats support a bill, and Republicans support it, um, you know, or against it. We're trying to bridge that divide because a lot of the stuff that we're asking for is pretty universal, um, you know, to support the Board of Elections and uh, both sides of the Board of Elections. So pretty happy uh, with uh, our informational day. But uh, it was an interesting day to be in Albany because of redistricting. Um and uh, and today is supposed to be the start of uh, petitioning for for all candidates. And uh, you know, in New York, you use petitions to get on the ballot. And um, in uh, and and we have a six week window where we can walk and turn in petitions to get on every uh, ballot, uh, every candidate except for. Uh, some caucus towns and Supreme Court uh, uh, nominations, but we'll go in, you know, I'll go into that later, sometime later this week about how to get on the ballot, uh, um, uh, how to get on the ballot uh, Sunday, um, you know, uh, a seminar that I'm planning on doing sometime soon. However, so that is true for every uh, candidate, except for the congressional candidates. Because, as you may remember, last week, the New York IRC, well, two weeks ago now, the New York IRC, the Independent Redistricting Commission, put together a map and sent it to the to the legislature with a, uh, a bipartisan vote. But uh, yesterday, um, after considering the maps for about nine, ten days, the legislature decided to reject that map. Now, this is all part of the 2014 Constitutional Amendment. They created the New York State IRC, um, and uh, the the independent body that is spo- independent body that is supposed to uh, come up with all the legislative lines. Um, and the congressional ones were sent back, uh, you know, to be redrawn, and then they are supposed to send it to. The legislature, and I, I don't want to go into all of that again. Watch my last commissioner in a car, um, where I go over all of that. Um, 
and uh, you can you can watch that and, and go into the old history there. But the as part of that constitutional process, the legislature has an opportunity to reject the map and replace it with one of their own. However, there are restrictions. Uh, and the main restriction is, is if the IRC sends them a bipartisan map with at least seven votes, then um, the, uh, the legislature can only reject it and then alter the districts by 2% of population, which turns out to be about 16,000 voters, um, any which way, or 16,000 population, even less voters, um, any which way that uh, they want to do that. Now, there was some thought that the New York legislature, after they rejected the maps, would also then repeal the law about the, the 2% because that was added in after uh, the Constitutional Amendment, so the voters never voted on that. That was just a law that the, they, they voted in after the Constitutional Amendment, but they didn't do that. They, um, as of this morning, they have put in a district, or put in a, a set of maps, and they're very similar to the New York IRC maps, but there are changes. And I think in some places, some substantial changes. In Onondaga County, New York 22, there were no changes. Uh, so no changes whatsoever. Um, so uh, uh, it's from the New York IRC, big changes from the previous map. So um, I'll go into that in a little bit. So the legislature introduced that right before midnight on Tuesday. Well, the way the legislation works, when you introduce a law, it needs to age for three days. That third day is Thursday. They will vote on the new maps on Thursday. The governor hopefully will sign it that night. And then we will have um, congressional maps. However, because the congressional maps that were done by the special master in 2022 are, um, are uh, uh, are are over with the court has ruled that they were only there for two years. There are no maps for congressional to walk in right now, so they cannot go out and walk petitions. They will have to wait until the governor signs the um, legislation that creates their maps. So some of you may be wondering, well, is there going to be another lawsuit like we saw in 2022? Always possible. You never rule out something like that, but. Because the New York Democrats have put a bill forward that eh, is pretty much as the same as the New York IRC's bills, with some minor changes, uh, the uh, you know New York 19 and 18 get a little bit better for Democrats. New York 1 gets better for Republicans, um, and we'll get into the analysis of this over the next couple of days, I'm sure. But um, because of that. Uh, I think it's going to be very hard for a court to rule that this was a democratic gerrymander. And so will the Republicans spend a lot of money and time in ultimately a losing case, in my opinion, um, to what end, you know, to, you know, get the maps that are just, you know, a couple percentage points better or something like that. So, and while we're all on the margins and every election's close, I think uh, there's going to be a cost-benefit analysis to see whether they're going to, to move forward or not. So 
well, what is the new New York 22 map? And how does it change from the existing map? Well, the map that was put in place by the special uh, master uh, had Onondaga County, Madison County, Oneida County, and a very small, tiny piece of uh, uh, Oswego County. The new map uh, removes most of Oneida, the northern part of Oneida, but keeps the city of Utica and the surrounding towns in the in with Onondaga and all of Madison County, all of Madison, all of Onondaga County, but then gets the southern portion of Cayuga County, which includes the city of Auburn, and the northern portion of Cortland County, which includes the city of Cortland. Um, so this new map is definitely, again, remember, these district lines were drawn by both Republicans and Democrats, but this new map, New York 22, absolutely is a better uh, map for Democrats than it was before. It went from a, a Biden plus seven district to a Biden plus 11 district. Um, that just means that it's that much more Democratic. But a caveat, because this district also voted for Lee Zeldin um, by 1.2 percentage points. Now, it did get better for Democrats because the old district voted for Lee Zeldin by about five percentage points. But, so, it did shift. However, that's led me in my, you know, somewhat analysis that, uh, that the, um, uh, that the district is going to behave somewhat like the district in the old New York 24 that was, uh, back before, uh, redistricting in 2012, that kind of flipped back and forth, um, if you had, you know, we had uh, Jim Walsh in that district forever, but in 2006, he almost lost that district. Um, and in 2008, Dan Maffei won that district. And then in 2010, he lost the district by a small amount of, uh, of votes. And then in 2012, Dan Maffei won the district. And then in 2014, he lost the district. So we're going to go back to this district that could have the ability to flip-flop back and forth a lot, depending on whether it's a midterm or a uh, general election. Now, Keiko got in there and kept the district forever, but that was after the redistricting of 2012, and I posit that it is actually a, was a worse district for Democrats. We really drew a bad district uh, there uh, through the legislative process. Uh, and, and this is kind of fixing that and making it more in line with what Central New York is. So it's going to be interesting to see what this district is come uh, election time uh, and who's going to win this district. <clears throat> and of course, who's going to win the primary. And I talked last week about the ridiculousness of the conspiracy that this was all about John Mannion and not Sarah Clee Hood. I mean, just that's silly. And I'm not going to get into it anymore. Watch my last week's um, <clears throat> rant on that if you want. But uh, <clears throat> the district is definitely better for Democrat. It's definitely uh, a competitive district inside the Democratic Party as well. And we'll have to see who becomes the nominee. So that's why congressional petitions cannot start yet. There are no lines. Uh, and uh, But the lines that look like they're going to be passed and uh, voted on on Thursday and signed by the governor Thursday night. We will have congressional lines. 
everything I'm hearing means that the petition period is going to stay the same, uh, even though they lost three or four days uh, of petitioning, because Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if the governor <coughs> signs it Thursday night, they won't be able to walk petitions until then. I put some back of the napkin, uh, um, uh, you know, figures out this morning on my Twitter feed and on my Facebook feed about what the new New York 22 is going to look like, uh, registration wise and even, uh, performance wise. So go check that out. All right. Well, I want to get back on my road to get home. Uh, I've been driving a lot going to Texas and back and now uh, going to Albany and back. Uh, but I really enjoy, uh, the work I'm doing. So it's, it was good. Um, uh, this week on Friday, Zoom and Zarni with Brennan Center's Joanne Denise. Uh, she is going to be talking about the public campaign finance program and, and how that is, uh, uh, you know, coming down the pike here. Um, and then, uh, there is, um, and then on a weekly walk this weekend, um, <laughs> I keep promising to do it and hopefully I'll do it. Dustinsarney.com, uh, year two. Uh, hopefully I'll get bit, being back in the swing of doing my three week contents, a commissioner car on Tuesdays, a Zoom with Zarney on Fridays, and on the weekend, a weekly walk. So check it all out at Dustinsarney.com. Like and subscribe. Uh, you, it's always free. It's part of my, uh, uh, public campaign outreach or public outreach and educational outreach and uh, stay tuned um, I'm sure by Thursday night and Friday morning we'll we'll know a little bit more about where our congressional maps are thank you very much and enjoy your day bye bye